Welcome. Welcome to the Guide to Living Inspired Jewish Practical Soundbites. I'm your host, Rabbi G. And today we're going to complete the mitzvahs of Purim. This is so exciting. Guys, I want you to know how amazing the mitzvahs of Purim are. It is so awesome that Jesse is going to travel all the way from Washington, D.C. to come to my house in Baltimore on Tuesday to get drunk with me. And I'm going to explain to you why right now. Okay? There are one, two, three, four mitzvahs on Purim Day. Let me tell you what they are. The first one is listening to the Megillah. We talked about that yesterday. We do that Monday night and Tuesday anytime during the day. Then on Tuesday, we have two very special, three very special mitzvahs. One of them is called Mishloach Manos. Mishloach Manos means sending gifts. And it is a mitzvah to send two edible foods to a friend. And it's basically like the, um, I don't know how to say this in a way that's not weird. It's kind of like the holy version of Halloween. We knock on people's doors dressed in costumes, and instead of saying, give me, we give. And that's what we do on Purim. We give gifts to each other. And it's a beautiful thing. People go around town, and they give gifts to all their friends, and, and people come together, and it's just beautiful. And people are very creative in the way the gifts that they give. And there's a lot of people do themes or uh, different, different things, and sometimes uh, the people make actually something healthy that you can actually eat on the day, but most people just give junk. But it's, it's really, really fun, and the kids go around to all their friends, and we drive around town, and it's like the whole town is out and about and dressed in costumes and giving. It's a beautiful thing. That's number one. Even more important than that, however, is the mitzvah called matanos le'evyonim. That means gifts to the poor. On Purim, there is a mitzvah to give two gifts, to give one gift to two poor people. Um, I don't know, actually. Good question. It, it says that. In, in, it says in the Megillah, it says, Matanos Levyonim, gifts to poor people. And the plur, plural means two, minimum of two. So you give more than that, really. But you are obligated to give a, a substantial gift to two poor people. That means enough for them to buy their own meal. So something like $8.00 or so would be sufficient to two people. And there's an additional mitzvah on Purim, which is that anybody who sticks out their hand and asks you for money, you are supposed to give to them. Anyone. Now, normally, we have an obligation to be somewhat smart with our tzedakah, with our charity. Uh, in Baltimore, there's a thing where people, a lot of the charity collectors actually have to get these, they have to get background checked by the rabbis there's a there's a um uh there's a commission of of the central rabbis of town and someone interviews them and gives them a piece of paper with their picture and says if it's a worthy cause and how much like they give a rating for how much in need the person is and so there that exists and there's nothing wrong with necessarily checking out who you give to normally, although at the end of the day, we also like to give on a regular basis to anyone who asks. But on Purim, there's actually a mitzvah. You don't even have to check into them. You don't have to find out if they're really worthy. It doesn't make a difference. If anyone asks, you give. And so people walk around. I've already started collecting dollar bills. My wallet is stuffed to the brim with dollar bills. And I, any kid who asks me, I'm going to give to, hopefully, until I run out. And um, that's a beautiful thing about Purim. And now, 
no, that's the amount is two substantial gifts to two poor people. That's like eight dollars to two different poor people, something like that. But this is anyone who asks, give. Doesn't matter how much, give a dollar bill to any kid who asks. So if you come to my house and afterwards we're gonna go dancing in the synagogue, it's really exciting. Everyone's dressed in costumes and everyone's extremely inebriated. And Mike can tell you, Mike was there last year, it was crazy. And there will be kids there asking for money. And so you just, if you have, you give. If you don't have, also it's fine. Okay, so that's uh, Purim Day. And then towards the afternoon time, we have a meal. And it's like a Shabbos meal, sit-down meal with, you know, full course meal. And the mitzvah at that meal is to become intoxicated to the point that you cannot tell the difference between cursed is Haman and blessed is Mordechai. So drunk that you don't know the difference between good and bad. And that is quite drunk. Now, there are opinions that say just drink more than you're used to and go to sleep. But the overwhelming opinion in the Jewish people really is that you do have to actually fall asleep either through drunkenness or get so drunk that you are not knowing the difference between Mordechai and Haman. And it is um, the reason for that. Let's talk about the reason for that for a second. Um, the key – what? Just wait. Just wait if you don't mind, and then you could add um, the Litvisha answer. Um, so the, um, the idea behind the drinking on Purim and all the merriment and all the giving is because on Purim we recognize that even events in our life that seem bad – even events in our life that seem confusing, where we don't see God in our life, where we don't see meaning and purpose, we believe it's all for the good. Sometimes you see it and sometimes you don't. But we believe in the end everything is good. And if your life doesn't look good, it's not the end. Hang in there because in the end it will be good. And that's the idea of Purim, to get drunk to the point of recognizing that everything is good in your life. Even the Haman, even the Hitler Yamach Shemos, of history, who have tried to wipe out the Jewish people, who have inflicted incredible harm and, 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 and evil, we believe ultimately it's still part of a master plan because as we mentioned yesterday, it's his story. History is his story. God is running the show, and there's a purpose to every single experience in our life. We also wear masks to recognize that we're really hiding. We're hiding from God, and he's playing along. But if we were to take off the mask and really connect he would be right there and ultimately we're really hiding from ourselves the rest of the world drinks to run away from their problems we drink to find ourselves to take away a little bit of the inhibitions that separate us from our true self and to try to really connect to the joy the joy that's that's latent in every moment and ultimately that joy comes about through togetherness through giving through being godlike and be by looking around and seeing how can i help another person how can I make another person's day better? That is ultimately the greatest pleasure in this world. And uh, I want to wish you all a beautiful, beautiful Purim. And I hope that you know if anyone wants to find a Megillah reading near you or a Purim meal near you, let me know. I'm happy to help you find one. Um, take advantage of the opportunity. And there's one other thing that Purim is very special for is that you can really pray for anything. Just like we say that anyone who sticks to their hand and asks for something, you have to give to them. So God feels the same way on Purim, that if you reach out your hand, you say, God, I need something in my life, he will listen. He's obligated to give it to you, so to speak. So with that, I hope it's a beautiful day of joy and connection.